Should I do the welcome bit? Yeah. I think that's a good yeah. idea. You're in charge of welcome. Am I? Okay. You're allowed to welcome people there. Yeah. Well, I'll say welcome along okay. the way, but I want you to... <laughs> I'm just behind you in the doorway. <laughs> <laughs> Freaky. With what? my coat on. All right. Just in Ready case. to run. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, hello. Welcome to I'm Fine, uh, a chat between myself, Damo, and my very good friend, Mark. I was just about to say Keep good morning. But good not. afternoon. No, <laughs> it's a good start. Yeah, thanks, Damon. Um, so we're going to chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sport, conspiracy, tech, cats, hats, and whatever we uh, we feel is important. Uh, in short, it's a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives, and if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in this madness, then our work here is done. There's our mission statement for you. Sorted. Uh, so coming up, uh, we've got a warm-up and stretch, because... That's a good thing to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Although having trained with me for several years, you know that I never ever do a warm up. No, that's that. No, <laughs> I didn't realise the irony of that. Your first set is your warm up. Yeah. So, um, so you know, but you've got to, well, at least you know, we know what, what the good things to do are, whether you do them or not. Um, so we're going to be gently easing into the first episode. Uh, we're also going to look at how to start a podcast, which mm -hmm. is kind of weird because we're literally just starting a podcast. Uh, in our section, Work Life Ballet. Did you like that? Yeah, yeah, play on the word ballet and balance. Good, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, proud yeah. of that. Uh, we're going to look at um, kind of the title of the podcast, really. And we're also going to look at something called 47.2, which is a theory about the relationship between well-being and age, which um, I thought was interesting. So warm up and stretch. How's your coffee? All right. The coffee's good. Um, I guess the feedback is... Shape of the cup's important. Oh. Definitely like that shape. It sounded like you're leaving the coffee to last in this review. I wasn't overawed by the coffee. I had great yeah. expectations. Probably um, a good job I didn't say I was trying to line up a coffee sponsor then. No. But... <laughs> <laughs> you should have briefed me on that one. No, well, you know. No, I did enjoy the coffee. I think there's two things. One is, um, yeah, shape of the cup, massively important. And the second thing, and this... I mean, the whole of this podcast is going to be full of my quirks, but people who drink out of black mugs, just, I cannot understand how you could have the inside of your mug being black. I okay. just fail to get, I just, I would feel so uncomfortable with that whole process. Okay. But let's just bring it out there. No, let's um, unpack that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> just because, well, particularly when drinking coffee, because it's black. No, 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 not not to do with the colour. Just because I would feel uncomfortable having the inside of a cup being black, simple as. No, there's no other depth of that. You have the inside of your nicely shaped cups are white. I don't think if they were black, you would have bought them. I had not really thought about it. I think I do have a black mug. Okay. I've never really, never really thought. I just thought it might be an experience thing, you know. Of no, no, no just a just... personal prep. Like I don't like writing with blue biro. Is it okay. one of those? No, what colour do you write with? Black. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> your mugs, your pyros. <laughs> God. Right. Uh, unfortunately, that's got to stay in, hasn't it? Um, <laughs> and how's your morning been? We're talking about running, but um, and being and not being chased. No, my <laughs> morning. Chasing. My somewhere. morning's been. I guess everything we're likely to touch on in this week, and if we manage to get to week two looking at health and well-being will be about hydration and food and how you look after yourself. So yesterday I had digestive biscuits and maple bacon crisps for my lunch. Forgot to drink for the whole day. Didn't get to bed till gone one. So went to the track this morning and ran fastest time ever. And I think it's that bit around what were the factors that made me run faster because all the stuff that you would have thought, you know, from personal training would have needed to be in place, like good sleep, good nutrition, good hydration, were just chucked out the window. So what was it that made me run the speed I did? So do you need to have to do that for uh, the next month to see if that actually is a benefit or um, you've just had a one-off? I'm guessing crisps and digestive biscuits isn't the way forward, but there is something around, you know, maybe for me, you know, having coffees to stay awake before I went to the track, you know, the rush of caffeine made a difference. Maybe, as I was saying to you earlier, 
having some distance runners in front of me and using that as an incentive became all important that I caught them. Mm. So maybe my running adapted to that rather than just being a normal training run. But yeah, it's just that bit around, you know, what happened to make me run faster than I've ever run in my life. It, it's it's just a strange feeling. And hmm. fortunately, I videoed myself. So I'm seeing, is it my action? Um, following a group of guys called um, Fast University in America um, and getting loads of stuff from them just on basically how to run. Um, what about being chased? Well, there does, some... anyone, does anyone do that in tra- as a training technique? So, yes. Because <laughs> I, I, it depends who it was, but I, I, think I'd, I think I'd run pretty fast if I was in fear of my life. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. There's, um, when we do hill sprints, there's a couple of people I train with and we coordinate it so that based on our best times, we will finish equal, which generally means I start, you know, eight and a half metres behind this person. Okay. And I think there's a really big element there that we know if we both run to our potential, it's a dead heat. And I don't think it matters whether you're the chaser because you have, you know, like a greyhound, you have the rabbit. Or whether in real life you're a rabbit being chased by a greyhound, both are going to make you run faster. Mm. So, yeah, I think there is, there's got to be a big psychological thing. It's harder to run by yourself. And then, I guess, in race conditions, you've just got to, you know... Put that all out the window, haven't you? Yeah, because no because you don't get that. You know, you've got to. I guess it's the muscle memory bit comes in, isn't it? Yeah, but you are always. I mean, if you're in a race with eight people or seven other people, you're someone's going to be chasing you, and you're going to be chasing someone else. Of course. So, I guess it's how much. I think I would make that quite a big deal. I think if I was on the start line, or I do on the start line, almost have a little bit of um, a vindictive quality, you know. I tend not to like the people around me. Right. I mean, that's basically... They're probably not nice people anyway. No. And that's my attitude towards most people in life, (laughs) not just runners. (laughs) But, um, so yeah, I think you have to have a little bit of anger if you're running. You can't be all chummy and relaxed, so... Well, Bolt, talking about Bolt, he's a bit, you know, he's chummy. Yeah, but then he's the fastest. It's easy to be nice Ah, when you're the best, I reckon. So, and I'm far from the best. But yeah, quite often, that's an interesting point. Quite often in championships, the guys that are the fastest runners will appear a lot more relaxed and mm. maybe because they have the confidence that, yeah. you know, as long as they hit their best, they're going to win the race. Yeah, And it's amazingly consistent. Race after race, you can tell within a tenth of a second what you're going to run. Mm. Um, I think you can look at all the best, you know, Tiger and um, Michael Jordan and the same relaxed aren't they and yeah you know, they get i guess they get angry in the right places and yeah com- competitive in the right places but generally they're they're comfortable aren't they with their own talent yeah yeah no that's a good a point way. um so i mean yeah this is your idea mm-hmm. of how to uh how to start a podcast i think it's your idea yeah um which is a bit like inception isn't it when you kind of you're actually doing a podcast yeah um i guess uh one thing for me, I mean, apart from all the technical stuff, which I'm not going to go into now, but um, the big thing for me is actually why we want to do this, I guess. And I've kind of done some research into how to start, you know, how to start a podcast. And generally it is, you know, usual pick a subject. And But a lot of them actually don't really talk about why, which I okay. think is quite an important thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, you know, there's, there's that, you know, and we were just going to touch on it before, um, that obviously the whole point of doing it is that, that you publish it and people hear it and then you're into the, well, what you're trying to, what you're trying to say. I think what you're mm. trying to, what you're trying to say is quite easy. I think the why, well, with anything, with business, with anything else, just, you know, or our own existence, actually why is probably the biggest, yeah, the biggest question to ask. Um, and I think it differs between the two of us, do you think? I mean, we haven't discussed it at length, no. but. Um, no, I, I think, um, like you know, I think for me, it's it's the process. It's I, I enjoy the you know the, the make, just making things generally. Yeah. Um, the creative process and um, um and yeah, it, we're, we're living in that world where ev- you know everyone's doing a podcast, aren't they? Mm. So I'm very wary of that. We're another you know we're adding to the pile. We're probably you know you think what the churn is like. I always think of you know Twitter accounts. How many people are starting up? Twitter yeah, yeah. Account. You know I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna start my new venture. I've got an idea for a blog. Or, you know we and you know 
you know, probably most most Twitter users probably have five you know, to ten different accounts, don't they? They don't they don't use anymore. So I'm conscious that you know people try stuff and it just drifts off. And yeah, yeah. So you know, and for me, that's probably where the why comes in. That's the bit that keeps it going because but did you, you say because you believe in it and you want it to. Yeah, but you said something right at the beginning there about like if we help one person. Yeah, exactly I think that's because there's was. only going to be <laughs> if we get one person listening to it. Yeah, and help him or her, <laughs> then that's success. <laughs> you know me and setting the bar incredibly. Yeah. <laughs> but if we get one, then we've won. You know. So, but but also, I think um, this is kind of the medium where you. I guess you probably have to think of it. What I'm trying to think of it as is, as I'm only speaking to one person, or we're speaking mm. to one person, because that just makes it easier. Yeah, yeah. Because as soon as you think about it being more. You know, or you suddenly get carried away with yourself that this is, you know, this is going to be great. Everyone, you know, lots of people can listen to it. Yeah. Almost don't want, I don't think I ever want that that pressure or that yeah. anxiety so, level, really, of, um, you know, it's hard enough doing this anyway. Because mm. the whole point of us doing this was, you know, we meet a couple of times a week, we train and we chat and we think we're brilliant and hilarious, <laughs> in short. And we go, let's bottle this. Yeah. But I guess that's where everybody starts. And it's only in our opinion that we're brilliant and hilarious. And in, now we're into that, you know, you cross the line where it's not it's not about what we think anymore. No. But I mean, it is in terms of its kind of creative drive. But, you know, you're into the other people are going to have an opinion. And that's probably why people don't get this far, maybe. Or, you know, the crushing self-doubt. And, uh, you know, so yeah. I, I don't know. There's a, I, there's a few things I've thrown out there. But yeah. I always come back to the why we're doing it. I guess I mentioned to you just now about the sort of the the difference between thinking of doing a podcast and doing it is is the courage of your convictions that you will be saying something that will have some. Hmm. And I guess I think it's one of the things that I find quite strange with my job is that when you're a personal trainer, you very, very rarely get questioned. It's a little bit like being a doctor. You know, I'll explain something around how to do a correct bench press. Mm. And occasionally someone will say, well, a mate of mine does it differently or I've seen this. But generally, it's if I tell you or a client to do something, it's almost taken. And it is quite a strange position, not necessarily of power, but I guess of trust. Yeah. You know, if you've got, I don't know, 70, 80 kilos above your head and I say you can lift this, there's that you know basic trust that, that you are able to do it. You're going to lift it safely. You're not going to get injured. And so I think taking that back to the podcast is is that bit around, I think there is things we can say that will have some you know, benefit. And exactly your point, whether it's one or a dozen people that get something mm. from it. I was thinking that when I was running today, and um, this just came into my mind then. I saw a TikTok um, yesterday, and it's a guy in a supermarket in America, and he goes up to three people and says nice things to the three people. Right. And he's been secretly recorded by a mate. Mm -hmm. And so he says to one woman, he really likes a dress. He says to one another woman, he likes her hair. And then he comes up to the third guy. But the manner in which he does it isn't creepy. No, I was going to say, that sounds properly creepy. Yeah, it sounds properly creepy. But he does it almost. He's like a sort of fresh-faced young lad. And he'll just go, he'll be like pretending to shop and just okay. go, I really like your dress. And he isn't picking on, you know, a 22-year-old woman yeah. trying to pull her or something. He's just talking generally. Mm -hmm. And the third person he speaks to, he said, I like your haircut, mate. But he did it in a manner that the guy didn't take exception. And then the guy goes, oh, do you really? And he said, yeah, yeah, it looks cool. And he went, oh, my daughter did it during lockdown. He went, she's going to be so chuffed when I tell her. Hmm. And like smiled and walked off. And I get your bit, you know, the fourth person might have smashed him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one you would have sent me. <laughs> yeah, because it was a shit haircut. I think he was being facetious. But the point I was making when I was thinking when I was running is this whole thing around kindness, which is just so overplayed on social media. Mm. Social media is just a sewage generally, isn't it? In yeah. terms, There isn't a lot of kindness out there. No. But I was thinking, yeah, the whole of the UK, whole of Great Britain, if everybody said two kind things today... And that's 130 million compliments or nice yes. things. That that that's, that would be impressive. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it wouldn't be hard and it wouldn't take anybody more than 10 seconds. And if everybody just signed up to that, it'd be interesting to see if there, there was that 
groundswell of opinion that the whole of the UK just said two nice things and not being, you know, not wanting anything from it, literally yeah. just seeing someone and going... Not filming it. Yeah, not <laughs> filming it, exactly. Just going out and going, you know, I really like what you did there or, you know, whatever it yeah. happened to be. And you think 130 million pieces of positivity mm-hmm. with all the shit that we get on Twitter and yeah. TikTok and... My my brain immediately goes to yes, brilliant, and I talk about this a lot in terms of opposites and mm-hmm. balance and stuff like that. That that sounds great, but you know, is, is there such thing as a compliment if people are complimenting each other all the time? You know, is it just yeah, manners manners are a good a good thing, mm-hmm. but you don't remember the last time that you, you know if someone doesn't say thank you or please, mm-hmm. you remember it. Mm-hmm. But when they do, it doesn't go hmm, that you know that's nice. Do you know what I mean? It becomes a norm. So if 130 million people, you know, or there's 130 million compliments mm-hmm. a day, does it does that then become the norm? And then therefore compliments don't then meet, you know, the value of that comes down. I'm playing devil's yeah, advocate yeah. here. Um, I guess my answer... Can't, I mean, it's going to be better than yeah. everyone being assholes, right? But, yeah. Yeah, I get your point. If it's If everyone just says, you look nice every day to everybody else then it's meaningless i get that but also i think it's a shame that people have to make videos and i saw one the other day where a guy jumped in front of the queue might be in tiktok but Mm. i I keep getting these people requesting tiktoks um but i'm gonna sound really old now Mm. but i don't really know how it works i know how it works but i anyway that's a probably for a different time Mm. but and then normally you're head of it and you don't understand tiktok (laughs) am i (laughs) have i just been promoted that's because you're not a 17 year old girl (laughs) just because i'm sat behind a laptop i'm suddenly head of it um uh no there was a there was a a guy who who went kind of barged in front of someone in a queue this Mm -hmm. guy was like you could just see you know the usual kind of you know little cat someone's hiding behind a till filming this filming this and this guy was just looking around going i'm i'm gonna smash him in a minute and then he says to the account oh, i'm going to pay for these guys shopping hmm. and the person behind as well mm-hmm. and they were like well you're going to pay and it, it all got it all got you know kind of i guess very um accepted very quickly i'd be going i'm not i'd be i'd be i'd be i guess a lot more cynical about it if someone's trying to pay for my shopping i probably wouldn't have you know gone thank you quite so quickly i'd have gone what's going on i'd probably gone actually who's filming this because no but who does that <laughs> So then, but well, I guess my point is they were filming it. I don't know how, I don't, you know, when the camera stops rolling, I don't know how, I don't know whether he goes and does that just out of the, you know, the, you know, the goodness of his own heart. Okay. He, he's doing it for an audience. He's doing it for a reaction. He's on TikTok. I don't know how many, how many, you know, what the, the impressions were or the views were of that. But right. this is Mr. S- Mr. Cynicism here, but okay. do you know what I mean? It's, but then you're into... There's always someone that ruins it for everybody. Is that is a little bit of a, a summary to all that? <laughs> you know what I mean? You can do good things, but you can do good things too many times, or you can make them disingenuous and very easily by, you know, by vanity, I guess, trying to get out there, trying to get more likes, and you get, you know, you know I get, I get your point, and it almost feels like it doesn't you mean don't be nice at no. all. Yeah, of course not. But but this feels like you've lined it. you've lined me up. What? Seriously, did I tell you the McDonald's story? No. Okay, this this sounds like... Well, my most... plan's gone out of the window <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> this is... Um... Okay, so... Let's do it. Th- this is just relevant because it, this almost sounds... Is this a sponsorship opportunity, yeah. by the way? <laughs> from a PT, from, probably yeah. not a... a... From, from a health and fitness, <laughs> yeah, we're looking for... McDonald's. We're just looking for the money, right? That's all we're after. Um, yeah, well, no, I'll tell you the story. I'll tell you the story because it sounds like you've just teed me up and it's like... I wish I, I wish nowhere. I could say I would. I mean, yes, I did. Yeah. I honestly thought you knew this story. So I'll tell you the story. And the story was a ra- random act of kindness. And I totally agree with you. It's like, uh, there's a few things going around social media. It's like, I went around and helped my grandma. Oh, you know, oh, fuck, I didn't tape it. Yeah. So it doesn't count. And <laughs> it wasn't so, on Strava. Sorry? It wasn't on Strava. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I'll tell you, I'll tell you my random act of kindness that wasn't filmed. Um, and I'll tell you why I did it. But it's just, I think, relevant to your bit about maybe your bit of cynicism. So, as you know, I've been in hospital recently with my dad. Well, my dad's been in hospital. And it was quite late at night, about 10 o'clock. And I decided, I hadn't eaten, decided that I'd nip out, get a burger. Um, 
and then bring that back to the hospital and eat it in the hospital. And as I went down, I thought, I'll go to the toilet on the way out. And as I came out of the toilet, there was um, a youngish girl, early 20s, in the um, hospital wheelchair that looked like something out of the 1920s. It just made, it looked like made out of cast iron with just this massive seat. Right. And the poor girl had two, um, two crutches and she was using the crutches to propel herself. It didn't like have oh, a, right, the, a proper wheel okay. thing. She had to... So as I opened the door, she went, oh, great timing. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, can I help you? And she said, yeah, I can't open the door by myself. The door was too heavy. And it made me think, These are, this is a hospital for people that are going to have disabilities, and the door wasn't a self-opening door. But you go into your local spa, and the door open, opens. Yeah. You go into a hospital, and it doesn't. It's stupid. Anyway, so I held the door for her, and I said, do you want me to push you in? Because I'm never quite sure of this bit around if someone's in a wheelchair... Did, yeah, they find by themselves. Yes, yeah, sure. and I thought it looks like she's struggling a bit. I said, "Do you want me to push you into the toilet?" And she said, "Yeah." And the first comedy moment is I pushed her into the toilet and went to leave. And both she and I, after she said thank you, realised she was in the child changing facility <laughs> as I shut the door <laughs> that had no toilet in it at all. <laughs> yeah, so Awkward. she so she so she peed all over the nappy area. So anyway, opened the door, pulled her out again. We laughed, Good. put her into the disabled toilet and went, I'm going to wait outside for you. And then I went, I'm not going to wait outside because that's Actually, wrong. Gonna I'm going to go, I'm going to go through another door and wait for you. But like, just shout. I didn't want to be standing outside yeah, the door. Wanna, yeah. And um, anyway, heard her getting ready, opened the door. And I said, do you want me to take you to the lift? And she went, oh no, I'm going to go and have a cigarette. And she asked me why I was in. And I said about the situation with my dad. And she was very cute. And she you know, said some nice words. And so I said, where do you want me to put you, uh, like, you know, for, to have your cigarette? She said, oh, here's fine. And I went, I'm off to McDonald's now. What's what your fancy? And she said, I don't have any money. And I went, that wasn't the question. I said, what do you fancy? And she went, what, to, you know, seriously? And I went, just tell me what you'd like to eat. I said, no, tell me what you'd like to drink. That mm -hmm. was it. And she said, Oasis. So I said, fine. So what went through my mind is I get a meal deal for her. And I know she likes Oasis, mm -hmm. but then I'll get a chips and burger, buy that for her. Okay. Went to McDonald's, bought mine, bought hers. And I said, you've got to be here when I come back. I said, I'm not fucking buying all this. <laughs> well, I only said the Oasis. I'm not going to buy you Oasis <laughs> and you bugger off. Came back, empty wheelchair, like no one in it at what? all. And I thought, like, what's happened? Anyway, suddenly get this call. And in the darkness, she was over there. It wasn't her wheelchair. It was another hospital one that had been left. Well, I don't know why. Nine, 1908 wheelchair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, so I went over to her and um, said, oh, I thought you'd gone. She said, no. So we had a little talk. And as she sat there, she said, oh, I want you to have a look. And this, this all sounds a bit made up, but it isn't. She said, oh, I want you to have a look at this. And she opened her hand and there was a small feather in it. And... Um, I went, why is that relevant? And she said, oh, um, Sunday, this was on the Thursday, she said, this Sunday is the third anniversary of my mum's death. And she said, I was just looking up the stars, thinking about her, because I'm in hospital. And she said, this feather literally came down and landed in my hand. What? And, you know, this is like 11 o'clock at night. There's no birds there. And I went, that's lovely. I said, like, you know, that could well be a sign, just being positive. Mm. Anyway, and because my dad was really near to death, it was quite an interesting, you know, conversation. So I said, I'll take you back to your ward. And she went, oh, that's quite a way. And I said, that's fine. Like, I've got your McDonald's, put it in your lap. Took her up to a ward, got her into her bedroom. And she said, this is the first meal I've had today. And her bedroom was a mess. It was just full of Coke cans, sweet wrappers. So obviously she wasn't looking after herself. Okay. Um, so I gave it and she was like really grateful. I left the ward and I said like best of luck for your operation and everything. And as I went, I realised I'd left my McDonald's on the hook of the back of her wheelchair. And I rushed back. And what I wanted to rush back is I'd put a tenner in her burger. Not in her burger. <laughs> yeah, between the this is a lovely the story cheese. going south very yeah. quickly. So Good, the, right. tenor, the tenor rested inside <laughs> the packet. Yes. What I didn't want to do is me rush back and her there going, oh my God, you give me a tenner. I did not and want that want to happen. happen. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, what happened is as I rushed back into the ward, she's rushing on her crutches with my meal to try and chase after me, which is like such a lovely thing to do. Yeah. 
So she hadn't opened her meal. But the point of this is, in terms of random act of kindness, I think as soon as I'd seen her bed, as soon as I'd heard about her mourning her mother's loss, as soon as I'd seen and she'd explained what was wrong to her, that was horrific, Mm. like a really horrible thing with a limited life expectancy. And I'm thinking, going back to your cynicism, what I did just as a gesture of like, sod it, I'm just going to buy someone a meal, turned out much, much more important than that for me as well, Mm. you know, in terms of where I was, you know, visiting the hospital, in terms of I've made a difference to her. And then I'm thinking, she didn't know me, she didn't know my name, she had no way of contacting me to say thank you. But her next visitor, if, you know, a parent or friend comes in, she's going to go, you're not going to believe what happened last night. And then I opened the box and there was a tenor in it. And I think I get your point. Sometimes that might be seen as patronising or like, who, you know, he's yeah. giving me a tenor, behave. Yeah, money can change things as well, can't yeah. they? But yeah. I made I made a judgment by looking at her and then when I saw her room and when she told me about her life, yeah. she was obviously struggling. Um, and then she'd also said earlier she had no money. So I'm thinking, you're in a hospital with no money. That's, you're living on just on hospital food. Yeah. So I guess that's a very, very long way of saying that things like that probably have much more benefit than spending six quid on a meal. Yeah, I mean, there was a handful of, you know, acts of kindness in there, you know. Yeah. That was quite a a story. But I probably got as much back from her because, yeah, of course, yeah. you know, and then the ironic thing she was saying, it was my mum's, the anniversary of my mum's death on the, the forthcoming Sunday, and I said, it's my dad's birthday the day mm. after. Um now, do you think any of those, I mean, obviously, if you had even helped, you wouldn't have even gone on any of those steps to even have found out the things you would, you know. Yeah. Might be going back to your point about, you know, you you do one little thing, maybe a karma thing, you know, that became yeah, yeah. a much more yeah, meaningful and enriching it? experience because you you did that one first step. Yeah. Where yeah. you didn't just walk past her, you know, or didn't help her at all. So. Yeah, or just opened the toilet door for her and then yeah. disappeared. I think I mean, by doing that story of how you left someone in the toilet. Yeah. That could have been on the news for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Disabled girls starve yeah. to death in toilet. Yeah, more people would have heard of that than, yeah. than this particular. <laughs> they get the CCTV oh. of me <laughs> shutting the door. Yeah. Have you seen this man? Yeah. What are, yeah, all over social. And then the other thing is, and this is one of the things that when we get to, to the next 10 editions of these podcasts, it's going to happen massively is coincidence and conspiracy. But the, the biggest coincidence was that the condition that this woman had she told me about I didn't think anything about it she just described what it meant and then speaking to someone a little bit of time after I said oh I can't I don't know exactly what the name of it is and this person Mm -hmm. went this is what the name of it is and um, the first name of the condition is my sister's surname which was spooky because I was sitting with my sister in the hospital Mm -hmm. ward yeah when I'd gone out to the McDonald's and secondly, my daughter had been tested for this condition six or seven years ago. And it's like, mm. okay, it doesn't actually mean anything, yeah. but it's just sort of yet another little string to the bow of the story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess back to the, which I think the original thing we're talking about, which is if we can just, you know, if one person can listen, or yeah. at least I guess the point was is one person can get something out of this. You know, that's a good example, I guess. Yeah. You know, something small like that, you got something out of that. Yeah, yeah didn't necessarily have to broadcast it to the world. But. No. Well, there's only one person's going to hear us. <laughs> <laughs> so, as long as they go out and make a meal, get yeah. a meal for somebody, yeah. It's all cool. Um, so, you know, I guess th- there's a bit of a, you know, we're going to be talking about lot, lots, hopefully lots of different things. And we've got, you know, uh, quite clearly no, no shortage of anecdotes. <laughs> yeah. True um, off. True off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that one was true. Just yeah. for. Yeah. Right. I woke up Do and you... it was all a dream. <laughs> Um, so we're kind of, you know, we'll, we'll throw lots of different kind of uh, subjects and, and talk about different themes. But um, uh, the, the reason I just want to talk about the name of the podcast. For okay. I don't even like yeah. the word podcast. Actually, Sorry? I don't even like the word podcast. I was thinking no. the other day. Do we know what it means? Uh, I could look. Well, I think we all know what one is. But yeah, but how did how did it, well, I guess is the, the half well, second for half me, of I, broadcast? I would put it, or... I put money on it being something to do with the iPod. In which case, that's worrying by itself, isn't it? He, well, I don't know, is it? Well, I mean, things just have names, and no one ever, no one ever comes up with a better name. So it just sticks, and no one's ever questioned it. It's fine. It, it's adequate, isn't it? No one's gone. 
apart from me, I'm offended by the word. But I think that's where it's come from. Everything was, you know, in the early, the early mm. noughties, everything, certainly music related or Apple related was pods. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, I guess. I suppose and, it's um, the same way that people call vacuum cleaners hoovers, isn't it? Mm. They got in first and... Yeah, just sticks, doesn't it? Yeah. So do I need to look that up? This is where you kind of do the music while I'm looking Well, I can at... tell you what I can do very, very quickly because we're on the subject of Apple. Go for it. I know this is, cover some... up my typing. this is a very quick one. It's a very quick one. And I'm going to get the figures wrong, but it's close. So we've discussed this before. A billion, no, a million seconds is, what is it, seven and a half days or something. Yeah. And... Well, I, I'm saying yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Cause, cause we you... can Google this as well. <laughs> well you I, can't have to do type two, I can't Google two things at once. <laughs> I'll just make it up then. There's only one guy listening. He's out getting a bloody McDonald's. If we we get a letter, right? (laughs) From our audience. We would literally be be, be besides (laughs) ourselves, wouldn't we? We would. We'd just be made up by that. Someone correcting your your unfounded statements. Yeah, it verifies our existence. So anyway, it's roughly, it's roughly, a million seconds is roughly, I think it's seven and a half days, something like that. Right, yes. A billion seconds is roughly 31 and a half years. Yes. And a trillion seconds is 64,000 years. And Apple have just hit two trillion. Yes. And that's, you hear two trillion and no one, unless you look at it in terms of no. seconds or grains of rice, do you know what that means? No, don't. It's just a name, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So yeah, that's just a, a little Apple fact. Um, and what I was intently listening to that and wasn't actually doing the thing that you were covering up so i've I've, that's become no benefit to cover up this at all on your macbook Um, (laughs) uh why is it called a podcast the word podcast is derived from a combination of two words okay brilliant stuff (laughs) have a guess poe and decast (laughs) so ipod and and broadcast when the term was coined most people were using apple's ipod to listen to podcasts so when Ben Hammersley suggested the word podcasting to describe the new method of delivering content. Content. The term stuck. There we go. Okay, we got to run with it. Yeah, I think if we I think try we and get in... into Spotify under something other than podcasts, yeah, you got into we're going to lose our audience. Where people are literally making up yeah. brand new words, <laughs> weren't they? With if I on the end. Um, so I can't even remember where I was. You were uh, talking oh, about the I'm fine. Yes, and why? why and then the name, I guess. Yes, I just derailed this by not liking the word podcast. So anyway, we're calling this "I'm Fine," and there was a few other there's a few other suggestions that didn't that weren't very good that I sent to you. Mm-hmm. Um, that one stood out, and I think the reason I I came up with that, and this is um, subsequently kind of panned out quite well. When we meet twice a week, and you go, "Hey, how you doing?" Mm. I normally go, "Fine," <laughs> and yeah. you go. But actually, you're probably a little bit more, uh, you know, I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Expound on that. But, and we've kind of talked about that before. We've kind of gone, yeah, we're not really, are you? Or, you know, mm. that, how, how are you really? And then, yeah. we, then, then we get into it and we're, we're off to the races. So, um, but then having kind of looked at that, and I know you got some, you know, I know you like this for pretty similar reasons, mm-hmm. but when you kind of unpack that and actually think about why, why we just, fine is is like nice isn't it it's 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 pretty it's pretty middle of the road um and how often we actually say it and we don't really mean it Mm. you know so um so it feels like a good name for something where we're talking about you know well-being yeah yeah yeah, emotions Mm. and things like that and um and i guess um maybe kind of either debunking stuff or unpacking things and kind of actually questioning why we do things and turning a few things on their heads and shaking stuff and see what comes out. I think it, it felt like a good, um, mm. a good name. I, no, I agree totally. I think, I think the interesting thing about it from my, like obviously when I'm training clients, I'm fine is, I was thinking about it after you, you suggested it as a title and I think... Was they trapped under a weight of... <laughs> <laughs> a weight of... Weight uh, of metal. Yeah. But I think it's a bit around... It is a stock reply and it's a closed reply because it doesn't encourage any further discussion. Mm. And I think it's quite interesting that you almost have to be a little bit, um, not necessarily aggressive, but you have to sort of push the person further when they say, I'm fine. You almost have to go, no, you're not. Yeah, if, I guess if you sense they're not or you, yeah. a- you absolutely know they're not. Yeah. But also I'll do, you know... 
I will also say that um, could it be a kind of cry for help, you know? You know, I know, I mean, one of the reasons I came off Facebook was, you know, not one of, not one of the reasons, there's a few reasons, but, you know, where people put things up there to gain a, to gain a reaction mm-hmm. or gain a response. Yeah. Uh, attention seek, whatever you want to call it, but that that's always kind of gripped me. However, there's some people, you know, I guess we all do that to some to some degree in mm-hmm. life as well as on online but i think sometimes i'm fine only because you just said it was it's perhaps a closed response but could it also be a i want someone to <laughs> i want someone to unpack this and 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 dig a bit deeper yeah no i think it is do or is what? it just the tone they kind of if they go i'm fine and, you know that i guess their body language and demeanor you you know you'll sense from that that you don't want to go any further with it or you'll they'll say it in a way where please ask me again or please don't believe me because I really want to talk about it. But I think if if I'm fine is the best you can do, then then you're not at your best. Do you know what my normal response is to you when you come for training? Uh, What time do you call this? (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you ask ask how I am, my, my general response is I'm great. That's my general response. Yeah. Which is also closed in terms that it doesn't need any more discussion, but your general feeling, even if my demeanour, which is generally sullen, um, yeah. says otherwise. But, but I can tell what, what kind of I'm great that is. Yeah. There's probably seven or eight that I, you know, thinking, you know, different ways of you saying that. Yeah. And there'll be, there'll be times where you say that and I know not to, you know, not to Yeah, pick. I'm great, let's get on with it. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think with I'm fine, it's almost... I mean, I'm not, we're not going to look at every single word as my job as an in, a failed English literature student. <laughs> but I'm just trying to think, where else do we... We use fine in terms of weather, and fine weather is mm. just, it's all right. Yeah. The weather was fine, which means it wasn't hot or cold or wet or sunny. It was just meh. It was on a nondescript. Yeah. So it is a nondescript word. Mm. But I'm just thinking... Where else? I mean, obviously, the other meaning of fine. Well, we have fine wines, country. don't we? They're generally pretty good. Yeah, but that's completely different then, isn't it? Fine, fine art. Wine. Yeah. Mm. So when is it describing a thing? It takes mm. it up a level when it's describing an emotion. Yeah, true. You don't get nice art and nice wine. Well, you, you can, but it's, it's, that's it a very sell, different... It wouldn't would it? No, it wouldn't. No. Yeah, so, yeah I haven't even thought about it like no, that. I haven't. So fine art, fine wine, what else? Um, I don't know. I mean, you've. I guess in terms of, you know... Um, goods and so you know in, in uh, luxury goods i suppose there's always fine finest mm. even biscuits mm. tesco finest there you go yeah so that's the best of isn't it yeah i mean it's still shit but it's the best of shit so yeah that's interesting <laughs> so suddenly so now the, the one that's person the who's tesco's not going to sponsor this yeah. that's them out well we got mcdonald's yeah i think they'll be well up for it that's a great story they could have that yeah played through the bloody speakers them. <laughs> instead of that rubbish music yeah here's an interesting story yeah okay oh but anyway yeah. yeah so um, okay well we've learned something we have and i kind of I, I i um i'm good at googling things okay yeah which you can endorse me for on linkedin if you like um but i did some googling of i'm fine and a few things came up um and one of them was exactly around that kind of thing where um you know, most of it, that's most, that's our response for most things. But, you know, people who are struggling and not having a particularly good time use it a lot. And I found this kind of website where they're talking about what other things would you say if mm-hmm. you weren't fine? Mm-hmm. Now, kind of, once I've kind of read this a few times, I realized that actually this is just about telling someone the truth and actually how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, because the, the, uh, the examples were, um, so next time, why not substitute I'm fine with one of the following and open up a conversation with someone who cares about you? Well, that's the first thing you've got to yeah. be in dialogue with someone who gives a shit yeah, to, yeah, yeah. To, 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 for, uh, for the first, um, thing. And then, so this one was, I feel so lost, trapped, and like everything is out of my control. Mm-hmm. These, these, these are all fine. I'm not knocking these mm. as responses. Um, the other one was, can you, um, uh, I'm a little overwhelmed. Um, can we cancel going out and stay in instead? I uh, want to say I'm fine, but you know what? I'm really not. Today is not a good day for me. And then as I started reading all these things, it's just like, well, I know it's difficult because it's a leap for some, isn't it? Yeah. For all of us, you know, but they're just, I don't know. I kind of felt it was a slightly patronizing kind of, you know, why they just offer just to say how you feel. 
yeah. but maybe they were giving prompts for people actually who don't know how to say how they feel. So that was the first thing as I was reading that. Also, just you just be like, "Oh, well, that's the truth," but actually, that's easy to say, but not actually easy to go and yeah. do. But those examples, just like if if you know, going back to Tesco's, if someone on the ten items or less, they don't do ten items or less anymore. No, I think it's it a basket, hadn't it? And then they worked out you could put a thousand things in a basket if you're really clever. Mm. But say you were on on one of those things and. The cashier asked you how you were doing. I think any of those responses are probably more than more than she wants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How's your day? I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> do you, yeah, do you want any help packing your bags? I often uh, say no because I've been able to I, drive myself here and walk around your store. Packing the bags is the easiest yeah. part. And you do get some that kind of just um, go oh, fine and, and then you get... Some where you, you give them a kind of little stock response and then suddenly you're into what their daughter's doing at school for yeah. levels and you're like, oh, please hurry up. And when you're it holding was, a bag and they say, do you need a bag? Yeah. And you say, no, I've got a bag. Yeah, or do you want any help packing that? Yeah. Actually, I've never said yes, just to see what they do because there's never any staff there. No. So would only... they just, would they stop and then go and find someone or call, you know, call on the tannoy for... And that person wouldn't be able to be within two metres of you packing your bag. No, we'd have to disinfect bags, wear masks. Yeah. We get them, I'd get them to deliver it as well if they've touched it. What? Well, if they no, said, I understand. you want help packing that bag, well, firstly, obviously, the, the, the member of staff in Tesco wouldn't be wearing a mask because mm. COVID knows that shop assistants can't get yeah. infected, so they don't have to wear masks. Yeah. But they'd be touching my goods, <laughs> putting it into my bag. Yeah. So I think. Yeah. Yeah, probably public safety is I don't pick that bag up, so I think they probably have to take it around to my place. Do you wash everything that comes in? All no. the packs? No. Because yeah. the whole COVID conspiracy, that'll be in okay, section that's two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm making a note. No, but COVID it's just a, special. It is an interesting thing. How many people actually go, yeah, I'd leave. I do need help with my bags. I think if you can get as far as the till, there might be someone who's elderly or has a disability. Yeah. But of course, I don't say yes just because, and I don't need help, so I'm not going to say yes, but I, I guess I was curious to know what would happen. I think I'd mm. just slow the whole thing up. Yeah. I don't think they'd, they'd take it. No. You know, I don't think they'd be chuffed. No. If you went, I'm going to go out for a fag. Yeah. <laughs> can, you, yeah can you bring it out for me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But if you did that, you'd film it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be all over uh, TikTok. Um I think that I think I think the I'm fine will resonate with a lot of people. I think it's yeah, you know, it's the same as your partner. Yeah, you get ready for a big night out, and your partner says you look nice, and it's like you might as well just shoot them. Then it's, it's yes, and I think I'm fine comes in the same category mm. that you're using words, but you're saying nothing. Yeah, is that better than actually saying nothing though? We have talked about silence and violence. Haven't <laughs> <Yeah>. we? <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, maybe that's episode three. I don't know. There's well, maybe that's, that's to... making one person learn something. You know, don't tell your partner they look nice. That isn't what they want to hear. No, but also don't just sit there and say nothing. No. Um, I, don't, I haven't got any good advice for stock we, cancers we... apart from... Because you, you could easily go over the top, couldn't you? You could just go, oh, my God, you look... <laughs> and then that you're, you're punching the face, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> you yeah. clearly... Unless you do that all the time, but... They're going to see that one coming. Maybe when we start doing merchandise, like with mugs <laughs> with, with, with white <laughs> what, insides. <black> <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, maybe we could have like checklists of 10 things to say to your partner that won't get a punch in the face. Yeah, that's really good. Well, that's clickbait, yeah. isn't it? So, yeah. Um, so I think I did want to uh, talk about, if you didn't mind, hopefully we've got time. I'm not sure. I tried to explain this to you the other day, but it... Is I, this the 47.2? Yes. I didn't listen, to be honest. I heard what you I was talking. Saying. Yeah, it was when it was walking to tennis, was that it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. Just tended Were you just to ignore kind of you. trying to psych me out. I was just looking at the trees, oh. mostly. Oh, it's nice to know you. Um, Give it again. You Go care. again. Well, I remembered it was forty-seven point two. Well, that's a good start. So this is, that's something I found in um, men's health. I've, I've subscribed to men's health because mm-hmm. I'm taking my health seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and there was an offer on digestives and crisps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So this, I thought this was quite interesting. So um, um, oh, I'm going to have to cite who it is. So this is uh, Men's Health, and uh, this is an article written by Kevin Braddock. you got to credit. Oops. 
mind that. See, those are things we're going to leave in. Yeah. Those little impurity <laughs> instrument. <laughs> That's um, Garmin on a spring. I'm entitling it. <laughs> it's lovely, actually. Um, so I thought this was interesting. I'll kind of kind of go straight into it, and I'll pick a few things. Yeah, yeah. But um, so. Um, so there's a, uh, a former member of the Bank of England's Monetary Policy Committee called David Blanchflower. I didn't know anything about this guy until mm-hmm. this game came along. So you, again, one of those things, you start looking at him and the stuff he's done, and then it pff, it, it kind of expounds into loads of other things. Um, who earlier this year published a paper identifying this precise moment as the age of minimum well-being, the nadir of what academics refer to as life satisfaction, and what we civilians know as happiness. On average, it hits the floor at 47.2 years old. So just, was your first line minimum well-being? Uh, yes, as the age of minimum well-being, yeah. But that's a negative then. Uh, is it? Well, Min- I'd want what, maximum mean- well-being as being a good thing. Oh, you mean negative, as in, okay, as a, well, but part that, okay. maybe. Um, but you're saying it's, it's the utopia of ages yeah well kind, yeah kind of I'll, okay. um, I'll, 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 I'll continue I'll, I'll listen again yeah. sure <laughs> there's no trees there in this room <laughs> no there's some outside don't look out the window <laughs> whatever you do um, for some time now data has suggested that happiness flows a U-shaped curve this is this this is right up your your numbers and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you bear with me this yeah, yeah this I'm with you on this keep going, keep going. Um, so that happiness follows a U-shaped curve across life, dropping as life gathers in gravity before rising again as middle age fades into one's dotage. The happiness curve is everywhere, Blanche Flower's paper noted, meaning that it's both provable and global. And I think he uh, he got his research from 100, he researched 132 countries, mm-hmm. developed countries. I mean, I won't get into kind of um, exactly the definition of those, but this is just where, where his stats came from. Um, but it also timestamps the so-called midlife crisis that folk wisdom has long identified along with the flavours that often blend into it. Awareness of one's physical weakening and the declining virility, plus the existential meaning of life-type dilemmas and perhaps burnout due to years of stress. Okay. Is this making any sense? Yeah, so as yeah. I'm reading it, it's making no sense when I read it, not out loud. That makes sense, but that's a different thing. In other cases, it can mean a full mental health crisis or nervous breakdown. Some of these have distinct biomarkers and diagnostic criteria, while others are more blurry. However, one or another of these things seem to happen to most men, this is particularly men in this, mm-hmm. in this report, uh, and somewhere around this apparently arbitrary age of 47.2. Now, I read that earlier, and it's because apparently arbitrary seems to throw any kind of scientific yeah, uh, yeah. slightly out the window. The lead-up sounded scientific. It, and then they just go, it's just a number they've picked. But, yeah. you know. Um, but um, so I had, a, I had a note here. Mark, do you remember when you hit 47.2? I mean, you're only 44 now. <laughs> <laughs> At no, one stage in these, we're going to have to say how old we are. Yeah, yeah. we're not. Maybe 47. Just, maybe, well, maybe we can do that as a competition. People have to guess. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's that UK where, and I was talking to someone not not so long back about, I guess, just getting to kind of, you know, into your 40s and kind of suddenly certain things start to fall into place or you kind of, not you kind of feel like you've got a superpower, but something, you know, all the things you've kind of got to at that point, mm-hmm. you kind of start using and, and things start to make sense and... Uh, or, or you give less of a shit about about certain things where things you know all the things you worry about in your twenties and thirties you just sort of stop worrying about and yeah then, yeah you know and I guess all the all the experience and the tools you kind of gather up to that point yeah so maybe just from naught to forty seven point two is practice <laughs> and yeah. then beyond yeah, that yeah, is yeah. just right I know what I'm doing now which I thought was quite interesting but um, I guess they've gone from that age rather than a later age when you have even more experience because then other things are starting to fall apart. Mm. So your happiness is going to be affected by, like I said, their lack of virility or lack of mobility or, yeah. you know, mental prowess is all going to... Because, you know, this is, again, another, you know, you open up, almost everything we're going to talk about is, you know, can be expounded on it, you know, dozens and dozens of times. Mm. We're trying to measure happiness. Mm. I mean, how does anyone do that? It changes hourly for me, so I wouldn't be able to measure it. Yeah, and your happiness is different to mine, and you yeah, know, yeah. so it's that. You know, um, you know, there's probably some more reading to do if if uh, if interested. And I would try to do a little bit more, but there's a, there's a few interesting things here which 
might help put it a bit more into context and uh, about how to survive 47.2. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a few nuggets in here. So the first one was give yourself a break. Burnout, also known as chronic stress, hinders your performance and is a precursor to depression. So stay alert, as Boris Johnson would say. Yeah. Um, Harvard Business Review found that people who use up their annual leave have a greater chance of promotion too, which is all a bit, you know, it's one of these things you read, they throw all these little nuggets in, you're like, yeah. hold on, that kind of, my mind's going off to how much annual leave I don't use now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, whether, uh, you know. Um, I've never um, used all my annual leave, I don't think. No. But, you know, you could look at that and go, hold on, there's a whole there's yeah. a whole paper just on that. Yeah. Um, be a force for good. Now, this is something we've already touched on. You can't always force optimism, but multiple studies show that altruistic behavior, volunteering, helping a friend, adopting a dog, rewires our brains so that positive thoughts come more naturally. Okay. Hence the McDonald's sponsorship. It's, it's, it's in the like, bag. It's like we wrote this, isn't it? Um Put money problems in perspective. Financial insecurity is stressful, but it's easy to overstate money's value. Your sleep quality is... Oh, this is just all just coming together like a dream, isn't it? Mm. In terms of what we've been talking about. Your sleep quality is a stronger predictor of well-being than financial success, says the National Centre for Social Research. Uh, play to your strengths. You might not get talent spotted on su- at Sunday League. Have you ever been talent spotted? No, no, I've been attacked on Sunday. <laughs> by people, like, people younger make a note than forty-seven point two. Got to make a note of that one as well. Um, but at least that doesn't mean you're past your prime. While power fades, your slow twitch endurance mm-hmm. muscles are less affected by aging. Yeah, um, I mean, there's a lot in this, and I think um, I guess these are all trying. You know, thinking of of, of of different reasons to kind of. Um, it's just one of those things, you know, 47.2 is a bit of a kind of clickbait thing, isn't it? It's a, it's a cute kind of, you know, 47 wouldn't have been interesting. 47.2, I'm reading this, you know, so yeah. do you know what I mean? And I think, yeah. um, yeah, most of these things are just really good things to do and, and look after yourself. But I kind of found it interesting, you know, in terms of um, our kind of life cycle. But um, I guess, I guess my one problem with this is that for the whole time you've been talking and because of the absence of yew trees, you've had my attention. <laughs> Has been. I'm worried now. Yeah, no, she no, no. My, my, my big this. concern is: is the point two months, or is it point two decimal? Oh, crikey! Hold on. Um, it isn't important. It's, well, it, no, it is. Okay. Isn't it? I guess. Um, oh, I'm gonna. I don't want. I'm just conscious that people are listening to me read, which is really dull for a audio it's, medium, it's, isn't it's, it? It's no more dull than you trying to Google something and then not. Oh, was that <laughs> okay? <laughs> Right, I, I come back to you on that. Okay. Another bookmark. We've got lots of bookmarks. Um, the other couple of things were, um, which I thought were interesting, were uh, this is about how to survive, I guess, mm-hmm. life in general, probably. Be a pack animal. Marriage isn't essential to happiness, but close social bonds are. They can also help cut your risk of heart disease by reducing inflammation, according to Ohio State University. There's a lot in there. There's a lot in just that one little... I'm throwing all these out. I, mm. I, I, you know, they... So they, they ask more questions than than give answers. But um, but you and I share quite a few of the same friends and social bonds, and I would think they give mm. a lot more heartache than positives. <laughs> I mean, the majority of them are just... <laughs> well, thank God they're not, there's not many of them. No, I'm speaking, but the few they are, <laughs> all bar, I think, one. We have one nice friend, but the rest are just oh, a group of bullies. Oh, yeah, they are nice, aren't they? That, that, that one. That one. Which one is? I'm just going through them now. Yeah, there Won't is one. Long. There's one. There's one who's smiling. The others are bullies. Yeah, just dif- good point, different actually. degrees of bullies. Maybe we should out them next next yeah. time. Um, uh, this is number six of how to survive forty-seven point two. Create something. Absorbing and absorbing pastimes such as woodworking or painting has a, nat- na- a natural antidepressive effect. A study in the journal Art Therapy found that crafting can lower stress hormones in forty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. Do you feel this? We've created something here. In this podcast, I'm more, more relaxed we're, doing this. We're, more, we're probably about an hour and forty-five minutes, yeah. not me. But you, do you feel relaxed? Yeah, soporifically. <laughs> do you want a break? Do you want another coffee? Do you need to? Um, no, no. I you're, think lo- I, you're losing it. <laughs> I, I can see that. I think it's there's a difference between reading that and going, yeah, I can see that getting a canvas and some paints would be relaxing. And there's a difference from going ahead and doing it and finding yeah. space to do it. Yeah. I think that's the key, isn't it? 
I think so. We tell ourselves we've got busy lives. We've just filled, as you say, an hour and a half with yeah. drivel. But we would have said we've got really busy lives. So, yeah, I think something like the painting or the woodwork. Mm. Yeah, it's a good shout. You'll like this one. Perfect ending on for this. Uh, pile on the weights. Age is no excuse to avoid the gym. That would have done, you know. Yeah, I mean, the second podcast, we're just going to get into weights, aren't we? We're yeah. bound to. Yeah, be all right. That's good. Newcomers do heavy lifting in their later years, and I think I would. I don't think I'm necessarily later years, but I, I'm new, I am new to it, yeah. Um, can build muscle just as easy as lifelong athletes, uh, says Frontiers in Physiology. It's also the best way to offset aging's physical effects, which mm. we've talked about a lot to me. Yeah. Um, as we lose muscle mass, correct? As correct. we get older. And I think that is something that we need to talk about. If we're going to have um, a serious look at health, it is putting some of the facts there that the number of clients I have who do jogging or running and who have knee and joint problems yeah. and the people that I'm doing weightlifting with, I don't think any of them have had an injury from weightlifting, full mm. stop, not one in the last four years. So, yeah, there's a lot to be said for it. Nice. Yeah, I think maybe around two we can we can touch upon that. That'd be good. Um, I was going to ask if you um, think this is true. Uh, the data shows that levels of happiness rebound by the age of 60. I'll let I you mean, know. you know someone who's... Yeah, I, was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, you know someone who's 60. That's why I was asking you. Possibly because we learn to accept the transition between the different stages of our lives. And I think um, acceptance, I think, will be a theme. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I think that's the other thing. But like I said, by the time you get to a certain age, you, you just learn to accept that that's just the way they are. And that's yeah. all right. Yeah. And it just is so get on with it so yeah acceptance um, is a key one you're right so thanks for listening for that yeah. um <laughs> thank god there was no trees in your front room <laughs> it's not even a plant actually is there no, no. Well, what's some are they, real? are they real what the roses yes they are yeah and the pine cone i mean I, I, yeah they're not expensive what the roses no, did you buy them no i didn't oh. you steal them yeah of course i did <laughs> Yeah, just because they're not expensive <laughs> doesn't mean I don't steal if things. If they're outside a garage, they're fair game yeah. to anyone. <laughs> yeah. um, did you have um, Did you have anything to add? No, it, it would be great when on the first one for me to go actually just in summary. But nah. Oh, okay. Yeah, nah. we could do. You could have a little, you know, summary. Corner. We'll edit it in later. I'll say something deeper meaningful. Yeah. Well, I was. You know, we were talking just before we started about. Um, about kind of editing and um it's the point where i actually check it's been recording <laughs> <laughs> um yes it's still going thank god for that that was a worry i know i did it but you know what i mean you kind of imagine how awful that would have been yeah. a laptop had just closed and i'm just thinking now so for the closing summary this is what i would like to do going forward every week before we do this i'm going to pop into the range or bnm and find one of their you know, live, love, what is it? I can't even remember what it oh, is. Oh, one of those, like, the posters? Or well, no, an actual, like, piece of wood with something engraved. Like, we've got book. one down there which says, Prosecco, how classy people get wasted. Like that. Not as shit as that, but the same <laughs> sort of idea. <laughs> That's, that isn't really but, you, Oh, come it? on. Huh? Do you drink Prosecco? No, I don't. I don't. Are you classy? I don't drink... Am I what? No, I'm none of those. That's the irony. Cocaine is how classy people get wasted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're going to do that. So the range in B&M, I will go through and I will find something carved in pretend wood. Maybe, oh, like kind of Jerry has... Springer's summing up, you know, some kind of something to words of wisdom yeah. to, to leave to our one listener. Yeah. Like all my friends, my friends are like stars. There's millions of them, but I never fucking see them. Something like that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, they always be... take ages to get here, or I don't know, something. In... Yeah. It's got to be. We'll just wait. <laughs> the range will do it for us. We don't have to think. It's there on a plate for us. That's good. So the range, B&M. B&M. McDonald's. Tesco's are out. Tesco's are out. Well, the, co the coffee company, who I, I, I won't now name, because I was actually genuinely, they, they are good friends of mine. I was yeah. genuinely trying to get them interested. I was just being sarcastic because I knew it was... <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. It's not that bad, but your coffee is no. actually good. And I think we should have a bit of a coffee corner because... Okay. Um, That's good on podcasts because everyone can join in, can't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're talking about merchandise. We could actually start selling. 
Selling coffee? Yeah. Okay. If you wanted, you know. But we do have... Um, Probably not by this... next week, though. You've got coffee there, haven't you? Haven't you got something sorted? Yeah, kind, yeah. yeah kind of. But yeah. I don't want to punt my own wares on this no. show. I was going to say, calling it a show, I think... I don't know, I feel comfortable with that. I don't like the okay. word podcast, but I feel comfortable with show. Although that... The I'm Fine show. Yeah. Shit show. Yeah. <laughs> um, show but, and tell. Yeah. Um, no show. <laughs> <laughs> Our audience figures. <laughs> But I was going to say we 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 can put links and references in our show notes. You see, on if this ever does get, yeah, that's assuming this is going to get published, which we're not quite sure about. I feel really quite comfortable now, but I screwed the beginning of this up. Did you? Yeah, and there's about thirty seconds of just radio silence. But okay, and I said to myself, well, "How long have we been talking?" Um, I've uh, no idea. I can't see what the the time. It's got to be an hour plus. Um, I reckon yeah, we pushed to... the boundaries of yeah. You, st- you said to be finished twenty minutes ago. So, yeah. Um, and there's loads of stuff we haven't we haven't talked about. But, but hey, on that bombshell, should we finish? <laughs> how, how do we finish? Do you want to sing a song or anything? No, I'm just going to say what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the range tomorrow. You said that. Going to take a photograph. I could have just copied and pasted this. <laughs> you can edit it in. Right, and I'm going to edit this out that you just repeated. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That'll save a minute. <laughs> um, right. Okay, shall I hit stop? We'll stop now. We'll have we'll have um, stock phrases, won't we, going forward? Catchphrases, Catchphrases. you mean? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, not stock phrases. But um, it's like uh, it's like nicknames. Are those things we can do, or do we have to? Do you know what I mean? Are they for us to generate? Yeah. Or are they, are they things that come I, back? I, and yeah, I know. think it'll be letters from the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just take I think that could be a part you know a section it's just 200 names that come you know through. most of these shows like Top Gear used to do it didn't they they just used to write the letters themselves I'm yeah. convinced of it not that we would do that because no. we're authentic and, and, true. and true to ourselves alright okay let's just say that's it okay thank you take care alright bye bye <laughs>